Hi, this is Taylor. Hey, everybody, this is Isaac. And this is Zach. And we're, we're Hanson. We're Hanson. Yeah. That's, right. That's our last Collectively. Welcome to the next episode of Introducing Yes, I'm Tim Blackwell, and we're about to crack into our chat with Hanson. But before we did that, we're going to continue with the Kraken and um, crack open a cold can of Coopers. They're our sponsor for today and Australia's oldest independent brewery. Did you know that? I know I'm going to give the Hanson guys a bit of a crash course in Coopers very soon. You know they have their own beer, mm, Hops. True story. Um, but, of course, we need to do the signature roll. So I'm going to do it like this today. Just down my arm. Back up my arm. Like, you're up, it's up to you. And now I'll crack it open. Because it's a sparkling ale. Ooh, not in the studio, Tim. Oh, I just had to, I had to do that in the studio. It tastes so good. Cooper's Ale finishes its fermentation in the bottle or the can like I got here. So by giving it a gentle roll, you mix through the flavorful sediment. It's that cloudy deliciousness that turns a great beer into the greatest beer. As they say at Cooper's, roll the beer, unlock the flavor. Now let's get into my chat with the boys from Hanson, Taylor, Isaac, and Zach. I've caught up with them a hundred times. In fact, we had a few Coopers at the Enmore Theatre when they were out here a few uh, a few years ago. It's 25 years since Mbop. Let's just mark that down as we all feel old. 30 years, I believe, as a band. I've chatted to them probably close to 10 times, and I believe we kick off this chat with, well, them saying to me that they've heard every question before. And I think we started in a very unique way. Yeah. Um, try and not say the same thing we've been saying for 30 years. So okay, let's, some, let's we'll try, try and that. find something let's interesting Let's all do to that. Yeah. Let, let's all work on that together, yeah. that yeah. we have team the first ever Hanson interview <laughs> without the usual shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, That's we'll going to be hard oh, because oh. we've done a lot of interviews. Well, with yeah. Yeah. Yes, but Tim knows as well as most <laughs> that a lot of the interviews end up being a lot of the same question. <laughs> so. well, what, I, what I'll do is, and I'll throw out everything, and we can actually okay. just have a chat. Oh, because right. oh, 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 we were just talking off air about baseball oh, and yes. cricket, and I think I may have just taught you guys something. Yes, yes. yes. we were we talking did, about we the World Series being the name of a newspaper yeah. that was the sponsor of the championship. Oh, the, yeah, that's right. Well, you just shared that with us, which yeah. we had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. We, might, yeah. we should I, I didn't know that. Well, you know, it's funny, though, because like- um, so just my, figured Americans think the world revolves around them, so, well, you know, just... I, love, I love how while you're here, you call yourself them. You yeah, are exactly. the problem. Yeah, yeah, we are the, we are. I mean, Americans uh, do feel like we're the center of the world. Exactly. Yeah, well, but I mean, it's interesting, though, because my son is, my uh, 14-year-old son is a big baseball nerd mm-hmm. uh, and, and just loves loves playing baseball and has played since he was about eight years old. And uh, so you just taught me something I should have already known, but mm-hmm. now You can no, text him after this. And, baseball yeah. is a great game, though. It, yeah. is, it is an extremely, I mean, it's one of those games that once you understand truth, Really, what's going on? You just get completely involved. Well, same with cricket. Like you were telling me off air about the long cricket. It's like watching a game of chess. And I know that's not trying to. I'm, I am right. trying to sell it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not trying to sell it, but I am. Because <laughs> who wants to watch a game of chess? Uh, <laughs> Actually, you know what? Hey, I have to say, like, like, I look, love playing chess. Have you ever played chess strip, is strip chess? No, no. <laughs> me neither. I just figure somebody's done it Someone's at some done point. It. Oh, yeah. They're kinky those chess yeah. guys. Yeah. Oh, would you hear about the guy that, that cheated in chess? This is a question you've never gotten in an interview. Here you go. The guy that cheated in chess, what he did was he put anal beads in his bum. Excuse me? 
and he had his person up the end and Morse coding him moves no. through his no, I'll say anus and I'll not. cut it out. But yeah. <laughs> That's not a thing. I heard that in 30 years ago. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Okay, that's right. one way to. You know that takes commitment. Yeah, guys. <laughs> yeah. say, or you should be committed. We're not sure. Mm. So, so it's so not let's, worth it. Let's rewind to <laughs> rewind to cricket. It. So cricket. Okay, sorry. It's all yeah. just about becoming a cricket fan. Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's about understanding the game, right? I and think so. And especially strategic. for those long games, the five day games, it is a real. It is a game of of, of kind of almost waiting. It's almost like right. tantric right. sex sting style. <laughs> like you know, you're like if you right. if you put the effort in. Right. The reward at the end is so much greater. <laughs> okay, so, so wow. by the way, I think that's okay, pretty yeah. much the first time that those two things have ever been compared. So. You're just gonna let that slide and just move on to the next topic. No, I wasn't gonna move on to first, the next topic. First, he says a story about a man with something up his bum yeah. for yeah. winning chess, and then it's tantric sex, sex for five days. Well, then, you challenged me for not wanting the same interview. No, exactly. I'm no, just rising hey, to hey, the hey, hey. Hey, but to that point, and that sounds like exactly I'm what you say. I'm just standing after the, no, observing. No, no comment. <laughs> I arose to the occasion. Oh. Okay, so I'm going to get nerdy on you. Yeah. And yeah. also, it's it's also, I guess, kinky now, hmm. uh, based on the context. Yeah, but by all so means, combine the two. waiting makes it all that much better. I think right? so. Okay, yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. what you said. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so by the way, <laughs> neurologically, worried about where this neurologically, is going. <laughs> neurologically, that is actually true. So dopamine, mm. which is this trigger in our brains, yeah. uh, apparently the, the, the key about dopamine is it's the anticipation of something happening, not the actual yes. result of that thing happening that is actually the, the psychological trigger. And, and, and what creates the, the addiction and or the reward system is not, it's not actually built on the achievement of the goal. It's the anticipation yeah. of the achievement of the goal. It's like wow. the music in the slot machines. Yeah. The, the music is programmed to make you feel like you're winning the whole time. Yeah, of course. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> It's Which is what handsome turn- music is like. Well, right. It's like winning, winning the whole time. Time. Like, oh, I thought you were saying like the slot machine music. Yeah. Thank you for tying it back yeah. to the fact that you are, of course, handsome yes. Yes. and you're here with me again in Australia. Yeah. Yeah. No, guys, it's so nice to have you back. Um, and how, how was the show last night? For people like myself who unfortunately missed it, uh, talk about coming for back str- to Australia. Strategic uh, baseball, yeah, long form. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cricket, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was a World Series. You'd understand. If, yeah, 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 important. Yeah. If it was um, just a roster game. Yeah, like I said before, I mean, if I, I had tickets to the World Series, you know, I would have just been like, sorry, guys. Um, the, the show was great. And yeah. the show was nice. The, sh- yeah. the show was fantastic. <laughs> the show was great. And um, I mean, huge, of course, huge yeah. appreciation for the fans that have stuck with us and continue to come out. And I mean, we've been all over the world. This is our lot, you know, kind of the end of a year of touring. Yeah. And we started in Europe. We've been all throughout the US and Canada. We're in Latin America. I think and- when I spoke to you when we, the tickets went on sale, I yeah. don't know where in the world you were, but I just know that November 2022 felt like the, the very long oh way God, away. Like, this is not going to happen, guys. Yeah. This is never happening. <laughs> it was it's never actually going to happen. But here like we are. Thank, thanks for all the cute stories, Tyler, but yeah. this is not happening. Yeah. <laughs> and the world, I mean, that's true. The whole world, I feel like, has been trying to like imagine what it's going to be like to kind of get back to some we sort of We can anticipate something six months from now. <laughs> yeah. This is crazy, um, job. But it's, yeah, it's been great. It's yeah, been yeah, amazing. Yeah. And um, I think everyone has an extra feeling of gratitude and appreciation mm-hmm. for just yeah, being course. able to get back together. And yeah. um, Sydney's always a good crowd. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it was a good time. Yeah. Did, did anyone bring family out or is it just you thought, you know, we've, we've spent too long together. <laughs> <laughs> I, my, my, one of my boys is with me. Yeah. Uh, he's traveling. He's 16 and he's he's just cruising with 
with the dudes. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. He's kind of rolling with good? the pack. Is that, is that great? Oh, yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, yeah. He's, I mean, he's is he musical. He is. He's actually a really good drummer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. If I trip on the flight of stairs or something, <laughs> yeah, he's kind of here as a wings like backup. Like, just, I'm here. Just call me in. I love how you say trip as opposed call to push. Call me in, coach. Yeah, well, I, you know, I, I don't think River would push I'm me down the flight of stairs. <laughs> he, he might not save not. me. I don't yeah. know. Actually, yeah, that's <laughs> that's really. He won't push, but he won't save. Yeah, I love that. Plausible deniability. Exactly. Zach's probably more worried about one of his brothers, you know, yeah. pushing him down. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we we have yes, we we have had family out on some of the tour, which is yeah. which is great and also chaotic and you know yeah. I mean, tours are exhausting. You're moving from a different city almost every day, so yeah. Yeah. just to keep up with that at all is is kind of part of the feat of being a touring It must musician. be hard, though, because I, I, I spoke to Chris Shiflett from the Foo Fighters, the guitarist yeah, from the Foo yeah, Fighters, yeah. who has an 18-year-old son, and he, when he was coming out to Australia, he goes, hey, there's an extra seat on the plane. You want to come? He's like, no. Have <laughs> <laughs> any of your kids just like, what you do is like not, not my thing. Yeah. <laughs> sure, yeah. I mean, everybody's not, everybody is, I mean, they have the different things they're doing. They've sports. Statistically, they have, with how many there are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Statistically, with be, how many there are. No, absolutely. Some yeah. that are less you got one enthusiastic. Of everything. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're, they're interested in, in things they might you know, do with you or, or, but it's not what you'd think, you know, you might think they're like, Oh man, I'm going to go to meet so many cool musicians and hang out with you backstage. Or like, Hey dad, can you take me shopping while we're in New York? (laughs) Oh, you don't want to go to the late night show or you don't want to go see this other cool band? No. No, no, I just want you to buy me stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but that sounds like kids in general. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yes, yeah, I agree. So having not seen you on the on this current tour, tell us how you are performing the Red, Green, Blue tracks. Because obviously right. it's a very personal... I mean, not that your, all your Hanson albums haven't been right, personal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, they're yeah. your albums. Uh, well, well, explain maybe why, uh, in your words as opposed to mine, why this album is a bit different. Right. Yeah, Back yeah. So this, this album is unique. Uh, because it was done in three parts. And so there's a, a red part, which is Taylor, and a green part, which is Isaac, and a blue part, which is me. Uh, we each wrote and produced five songs, and we we performed for each other. So there's Taylor singing on blue songs and Isaac playing guitar on uh, blue songs. But uh, it was a very different mental space. So, you know, it wasn't uh, sharing each other's ideas as much as it was, hey, I want you to do this. And they go, how do you want me to do it? Right. And and that's sort of an interesting thing. We've been asked by a couple of people, is this some sort of foray into <laughs> future solo projects? And it, I've never thought of it that way. I, I think I think of it as um, taking a moment as a unit to give space for each other, right? And to invite fans into an experience they've never had, right? They're hearing Taylor and Isaac and Zach all the time, but are they hearing Isaac and understanding what Isaac is and what he's bringing in sort of his creative influences? And I think it's a cool thing to do together, especially in a world where projects like this usually don't happen because bands have to break up to do them. Right. And so, like, be the anomaly and say, hey, let's do this together because no other band can figure out how to do that for some reason, right? Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, right, right. And, and, you know, who knows what's in the future for us? I think we're always, especially now, 30 years in, like, you're looking for something that's creatively challenging. Last time we were here, it was with a symphony record. Yeah. Since, since we last were here, we this is our second album since then. So, yeah. you know... Uh, we put out an album that we put out was meant for 2020 that we put out one song at a time last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and it so, was yeah. you know against the world that record is like seven styles. You know, like every song is a total different approach creatively, and so I think this is in that in that realm of like yeah. 
how do you do something more? What haven't you done? You're you're a band, though we're still pretty young. I mean, I'm 37, right? We've done a lot. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. all young. Young-ish. Young-ish. Yeah. We're, in a, we're in a sci-fi. Similar to young. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying actually young. I'm yeah. just saying pretty young. Pretty yeah. young. Yeah. Yeah. You know. well, but to, to Zach's point about, uh, about it, doing things that are different, I think that was also a huge driver, I, I know for me personally, was to say, you know, how do you how do you show people a new side of you yeah. as a band when you've been doing this for a long time and people in Australia have known us for 25 years? It's like, how do you how do you give not only your fans, but maybe in some sense, you know, your critics or whatever, mm. you know, an opportunity to go like, well, there's something you don't know about us. There's something you've not seen. And also just us. different perspective, too. Exactly. All those things. I mean. You know, you may technically know that, you know, everybody writes and sings and kind of plays, but when you hear, okay, now these are the songs Isaac's sort of penning and Zach and Taylor, uh, it just gives you a different insight to the sound of the music and, yeah. and, and also just the ability to be flexible and, and sort of look at yourself differently. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Because every artist I speak to, especially on this podcast, everyone talks to me about they're, they're, the most excited they are is the, the is what they're working on right now. Sure. But obviously, oh, as a band yeah. like yourselves, who are, as you said, 25 years, we've known you, you've also got that, you've got to come on stage and, and play the certain hits. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so, but sure. how, so, so is it albums like this? How are you right now working on new stuff even? Like even newer than this, mm-hmm. keeping mm-hmm. it interesting yeah. for yourselves? Well, I mean, the, a concert is its own specific thing. I mean, yeah. you... you Mostly with concerts, you still have to keep in mind everybody in that audience is not a hardcore. I've been to every show, and every person has not seen every you know every yeah. concert. So, and also kind of similarly the other way too. Everybody is not just there for the two singles songs and whatever. So you're trying to you're always trying to match that. So your shows now go for seven hours. Yeah, <laughs> what, I mean, they oh, literally could, we could we could Stop do joking. we could we could do nine we could easily do nine days in a row with never repeating a song just based on the number of songs. Yeah, 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 yeah. And is there any every, every time yeah. when you're putting a set list together? that you're like, I really want to play this? Or can you just jam things in? Well, I mean, we, you obviously you can do what you we, want because yeah, you are can, the band. We yeah, do yeah. jam things in, yeah. We have to talk to the council, <laughs> Jedi council. Um, <laughs> but I think there's certain songs that you just, your job is to, to, to think about somebody that's never seen a show and be like, yeah. okay, if this is the night, this is it. Yeah. Like, let's hit some stuff that everybody's going to feel like, yes, oh my God, like I went to see Billy Joel and he did play Piano Man. And yeah, yes, yeah. I love that song, you know, or yeah. whatever. And, but also to to be able to deliver something you are excited about. So you have to walk yeah. out there and if, if the vibe is, well, you've done this a million times, then, then everybody's going to feel that. Yeah. yeah exactly. So you have to always, yeah. always look at the set list. Every night we look at the set list and say, man, does anybody have something they really want to play? Yeah. You know, and if somebody you know has something they're just like, I've got to play this. We'll try and work it out. Yeah, and and I, and I think right now, I mean, you know, you've you've got against the world, which is the record that we released in 2021, one song at a time, and that was really fun. And I wished we would have been able to tour on that, but obviously we know why. There was just, this little thing that happened. Yeah, yeah. A little thing that happened yeah. that kind of screwed things up. But yeah. uh, but but with this I record, had wicked diarrhea <laughs> <laughs> for two years. That's classic. Ah. That's, that's yeah. classic Zach. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You would. You Oh yeah, we we get it. But but, uh, you know, but with this record, you know, I mean, we're definitely playing the the three singles that we put out, Mm -hmm. which is "Child at Heart," uh, "Write You a Song," and "Don't Let Me Down," and those are are, are, you know kind of at key points in the show. Um, But you know, we're definitely still mixing in a a handful of kind of in rotation songs from "Against the World," as well as just other ones uh, from the Red Green Blue record. But it's 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 this really interesting challenge right now, specifically. 
arguably because of not being on the road for the last couple of years and it being kind of 30th anniversary kind of time, you're like, okay, we still kind of got to jump around, make sure and hop projects. around a lot. It, it, yeah. It's not the same as, for example, the String Theory show, which yeah. was very much an artistic expression. You know, you're there with the symphony, you're playing. Yeah, I saw that at the Opera House. That was yeah. spectacular. It was really, really fun. It, it so was I almost, that one. Yes, you did. More yes, of that stuff. <laughs> no, that, that was magical. And it, and it was, I think if you step back from, you know, the whole conversation, you know, we do, Zach says, for any, you know, let's do an interview. We don't say the same thing over and over and over. Um, there are are certain things that are just a part of your story yep. you know the records that people know and the songs that you know the average random person's like oh is that Hanson oh, that song but uh, the reason where the reason you're still able to get out and, and you know hit the streets and get on the road and make is that you are genuinely excited and interested about the next thing so you can keep trying and yes. striving and f- being excited you know um and when that's that's like the fuel that allows you to get through the stuff that you don't you know it's not your favorite thing about the gig you know yeah um yeah. and so i think it's kind of a good it's a good thing to finish this year after having you know so many tours and we're still playing cities you know we've never even played like we were you know we oh, really? countries well i mean we were in helsinki the first show we did oh, yeah, the whole tour was in was in uh, helsinki and that was the start and played different new cities in brazil we've never been to we've played you know new venues i mean you're still yeah. touching new on cities things in mexico so that, new cities in, in scandinavia as well yeah so like it's yeah. like you're just that's one of those things like it is true as a musician i'm sure this is true um for of so many people it's your favorite thing is what you just did or what you're about to do yeah. you know yeah. so so on that i'm assuming when you guys come home and having big families that people just hand you a baby and say see ya <laughs> yeah. yeah that sounds about right actually you yes, yeah, so they as do. a mother of three you understand <laughs> yeah, yeah. so yeah. so tell me then how do you and wh- where do you find the time to work on new things cuz obviously you're talking about it, you're yeah. you're on the road a lot you play a lot of live shows mm. you have a lot of responsibility right. when you go home right. yeah so is there a moment like you either don't sleep or have you got something yeah. where you're just like, rock just, the baby <laughs> in rhythm yeah. Yeah. thinking one arm and there's a lot of one-handed play yeah 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 uh i mean i i i think as you have more stuff on your plate you know because we've also you know had been an independent band for now like 20 20 years almost um you you definitely have to have more specific time that you're being creative in other words you have to kind of say okay well i've got something i want to do and i'm going to make sure that i have that i give myself the time to sit down and work through some of the ideas that kind of spontaneously happen you know throughout throughout your life throughout the day throughout the year or whatever but um but there's always moments of inspiration you know some afternoon it's raining and there's a sound and it triggers something in your brain and you sit down that's and where start the song playing. Ryan came from yeah. Yeah. <laughs> alright all right. I, I get it I, I think yeah. I, back to the beginning unfortunately the answer is the one that no one really wants to be true right which is as you become more accomplished right and you, you spend more time doing something you, you should be getting better at it right but what's happening at the same time is you're taking on more responsibilities, which means the fact that you're better just means you have to do more in less time. Yeah. Right. I mean, in these days. And also, we expect more. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And As so, fans, we like we expect I mean, much more of you now. Yeah. There's. There, <laughs> oh, that was a nice. Lot. But can you do it on one leg? Can you do it in the cold? Oh, you know, it was perfect last time you did it, but you did it last time. Can you so. live? Can you live stream those thoughts? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you just you, there are a lot of late nights. Mm. That, I mean yeah. that's that's yeah. kind of the reality. It's yeah. like yeah. and and you go like, "Oh, man, it's late." 
But I really like this job, so I don't mind that it's. That's like- generally also why first albums are so like their first albums because you had no one breathing down your neck. You had all, all the time in the world. Right. Yeah. The next you one you have. Else. Yep. 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 <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then the next you got to turn around the next one in like a Eight year. Minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I do think though. I mean, not not to wax poetic too much and be you know the you know hey young whippersnappers listen to me. Yes. Uh, but for the the artists coming up, I I don't think um, I don't think people here in enough like that there is the labor of craft you know like if you become an artist you decide you're going to write songs i mean any kind of for that matter just being a brand like being an entrepreneur starting a business like there's like it starts with no and it also starts with work it starts with the time starts with the like the struck you know so when you think about becoming a songwriter musician you get all the inspiration that's fantastic but that's like the name of the song and the hook like the <laughs> right. verse and the lyrics and the and the bridge yeah. that's that's like the the like you become a craftsman and you sit there and you grind it out and yeah. so i think that you know finding new ways as you go through life things don't stay the same you you, you have to exercise the stuff you learned at the beginning which was like, okay, now I'm going to become a craftsman. I'm actually going to figure out how to yeah. turn those ideas. So maybe it's less time, maybe it's a little less bandwidth, you know, creatively. Yeah. But you, you, that, that, that kind of crunch is a huge part of what makes the craft in you. So you, you're saying in order to get know. good at something, you have to practice it? I mean, it's, what? Dude, what? the YouTube... This is like, crazy. You're I making me think instant of, gratification, though, people, like, I feel I know, more and no, more, know, they're just like, why didn't that oh, just yeah. become good? Well, if like, I film something in my lounge you know, room and put it on TikTok, why aren't I a star? Or <laughs> yeah, it's like, guys... No. But here's the problem is sometimes that does work. Sometimes you yeah, hit the every moment, once in a while. right? Yeah. And everybody goes, oh, that's really awesome. But but actually to repeat it over and over again is really... Hard. You're making me think of um, Jim. Something Jim Scott said. We were when we were preparing Jim Scott who to produced do, this latest record. Um, this record. It was a while before that, but he was sitting down talking um, about being an engineer. And somebody said, "Man, what a great job! You work with really cool musicians. You're in the studio all day." He goes, "Yeah." So let me describe it for you. Imagine <laughs> you're working with your favorite artist, and you're listening to your favorite song, and you're doing it all day long. Right? Sounds great. Then imagine you don't like the person you're working with, right? And the song is terrible. That's what it means to do this job. Please tell me you didn't say that when he finished working yeah. on your latest album. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's like, wait, hold on a second. He told me that right after you finished the green portion of the album. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's getting all too real. It really is. It really is. Um, tell us very quickly about how's the festival going? Because you've got a music festival back home. Yeah. Right. It's, well, it's taken a little bit of a hold. Yeah. As you can imagine. Is it, yeah. is it back on the burner? Or is it next year? Is it? Is well, it's I, technically back on the burner yeah. just to be reimagined. But okay. I mean, for people that don't know, yeah. I mean, it, I think the DNA of it is very much intact. And so part of yeah. coming out of COVID was figuring out how one, I mean, for one, literally insurance, like when you deal with like having a package deal and everybody's together, mm, yeah. you know, so there's a whole reimagining that and the way that you're supposed to manage thousands of yeah. people. But um, we've also seen the Woodstock doco and the yeah. fire doco. <laughs> yeah. Like, so how's the but Hanson festival yeah. going? No, the festival yeah. is if very... goes wrong, though, we're going to blame Fred Durst. <laughs> <laughs> but it's definitely... It's good um, it's, it, I mean, the Hop Jam is an amazingly fun event and... Hop Jam, know, that's Yeah, it, that's yeah. where it started. It, it started off with, we started making beer back in 2013. You mm-hmm. saw this little yeah. beer outfit 
it that we uh, make yeah. beer in Oklahoma. And the craft beer scene is amazing. One of the coolest things about combining it with a festival is that it actually has this, there is a very symbiotic relationship with craft beer scenes because it's, you think about, you know, there's the band in so many cities that have their local fan base and they have their local flair. That's definitely the craft beer universe. Uh-huh. And so when you get, we had over a hundred breweries, the last one we did, which was the year before the pandemic hit, uh, over a hundred breweries. And so you have, European breweries, you have Australian breweries, you have breweries all, all over the U.S., mm. and then you have music. It's a, it's it's a, a good time. Match made in heaven. Yeah, well, and, and, and <laughs> music nerds and beer nerds are actually quite similar yeah, in a lot of like respects. every like every brewery found out every brewery has like a house band. Yeah, of course. Like, yeah, like somebody's a drummer, wait, somebody plays bass, somebody yeah, plays yeah. guitar. Now they're not, it's like, just like all bands can't make beer, all brewers can't make music. <laughs> but they both like the idea of, of the fusion, yeah. you know. Yeah, we like to drink beer, they like to play music. Let's just not judge each other. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> somebody bring one or the other and then we'll get together. Well, yeah, I did so. see on TV this morning that you don't have a, dis- a, distri- a distributor out here yet. Yes, oh, we that's don't. True. So do you, yeah. uh, this, this podcast is sponsored by Cooper's, actually, which is one of the old oldest oh. craft breweries in Australia. Ah, and funnily true. enough, I've only yeah. just worked this out. There is a red can, there is a green can, there is a blue can. Hey. And I'm not even oh. Hey, hey. So, um, hey, yes. Yes. If, I don't know what that if, means. If Coopers wants to come together and, you know, we can give them our um, our recipes and they can brew it down here, let's make it happen. They, yeah. they will be listening to every word of this because they're paying for it. <laughs> yeah. so, no, well, no, I mean, it, well, no, we would absolutely love to have uh, somebody help us distribute down here. Because, I mean, Australia has been an amazing, amazing... Uh, you know, oh, yeah. group. So here it is. Oh, there's, there's the green oh, can. The green can. can. All right. Uh, yeah, that's right. I like yeah. the red. Have, have a taste. Have a taste. Have a taste. Let's have it. Okay. So the craft beer scene is, yeah. is amazing, and um, and it is one of the one of the great things about it is that you do like you travel the planet and you get mm-hmm. just like food and music, mm-hmm. you get like the it. feel of a place from mm-hmm. their craft beer, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, that's, that's good. That's good beer. Definitely good moving good beer. moving good beer, beer across the planet. I'm not even going to share it with it's, Taylor. He can drink. There's, there's more where that came from. Yeah. <laughs> Bring more. Uh, I only drink the red cans anyway. <laughs> I, of course. Yeah. I didn't want to trick you, yeah. trick you into drinking the green yeah, no, one. No, I would not, never. That's not your style. I would never yeah. do it. No. The, green one, uh, the red one's the highest alcohol. Yeah, so yeah. That's what I thought. Hey, there you go. All right. He's known for his potency. I can see your producer <laughs> shuffling. Oh, red. Where's the red can? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah, but it's it's been a fun journey. I mean, that's the the yeah. whole thing about the the beer stuff is it's just a completely different world, yeah, right, yeah. completely different world. And so you're going, you get to be a novice again. And to me, like what I like about that is it's sort of like picking up an instrument you have no idea how to play. Yeah, you inevitably kind of make something cool because you just you're just on an adventure again, right? Yes. And you, you, there's this tendency doing something for a long time to kind of get crusty, right? And that's, I think, the thing we're always trying to fight against, which is like to still be alive and in the adventure and in the fight to mm. create something worthy of, uh, you know, several decades yeah. from now, yeah. people caring yeah. about. Yeah. yeah. Well, one thing, too, I also realized, I mean, I know for me personally about the process was just realizing just kind of entrepreneurship and building things is also extremely creative, much like writing songs. Just the idea of, oh, wow, that's a cool, like, we should make that. And then how do you make it? And who do you work with? And how do you find a... Yeah. Then you make something. And the other thing that music has never been able to figure out is, you know, every time you finish a beer, you have to buy another beer. (laughs) 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 Yeah, with music, it's like, and play it again. You know, it's like having a, it's like having a draft that's never closed, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, And so we're, we're in the wrong business. 
business. You are. You <laughs> We've are. been in the wrong That's business. That's why we're trying to get into a better business. Yeah. But it's it's it is it is a very cool. World, the margin so. on a beer versus we a would, song too. Mm-hmm. I would say. Would as be, soon yeah, as we yeah. know the next hop gen, you you have an open invite. To oh, come. I have to come. Yeah, I have yeah, to yeah, come. Yeah, it's it's a great time. Purpose, yeah. yeah. But I guess it's also being sustained. Like you're talking about being independent. Uh, you yeah. you mm-hmm. you've got it all going on. I spoke to Jack White last week, and he's even got his own pressing plan. Right. Oh yeah. He wrote. He made an album. Wrote it. The the artwork. The album sleeve. Everything was done. On site. Yeah, at Third Man, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, they actually pr- they press it. Yeah, yeah, so you guys are like praying for other COVIDs because you're the only ones that can, <laughs> right. uh, can be self-sustained. Well, I don't think we can be on record no, no, saying no, no, that. You're not. Like, you didn't say that. <laughs> yeah. I was using it as a hypothetical. <laughs> Hansen says, <laughs> no, praying no. for COVID too. Yes. I think I think it is true, though, that being self-contained, you you would be amazed. It's, it's kind of... It's a little bit disconcerting how many artists are not that way. Like yeah. how few artists, some of the biggest artists on the planet that you just think, wow, they've got all this reach, but they're they're farm out this part and they farm out this part and farm out. And so, mm-hmm. you know, having this self-contained, like kind of, you know who your audience is, you make yeah. your merch, you have your product, you have your, re- yeah. you know, that does create an ability to be flexible and to be creative and to kind of, kind of have a kind of a tighter relationship with your products and the stuff you make and your fans. Um, yeah. And whether it's reaching everyone all the time is this whole other question, but it's definitely something that's Well, and by the seen. way, having your own pressing plant right now would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, because LPs have, have actually oh, grown in volume. It's my new really most expensive them. hobby, you know. Yeah. I know, yeah. right? Because everything's oh. like, they're, they're all backed up. Yeah. You know? oh, yeah, that's yeah. Right. And in Australia too, you have to keep them like wine because it's yeah. so hot here. Yeah. They warp. <laughs> <laughs> so now I have a whole fridge room yeah, for my... You're like, I've got a wine cellar. It's buried in it, it's but it's actually a vinyl cellar. Why does cellar? everything have this strange vibrato? <laughs> and it's the social distance nation because you guys are socially distanced yeah. from the rest of the world. Yes, but we all live entire, on the coast. Yes, that's yeah. true. <laughs> true. True. Yes, I mean, it's it's definitely yes. um, definitely an expensive habit to have because yeah. there is a very limited quantity. There are more expensive, quantity. but we won't go into that. Yes, <laughs> and more destructive. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, well, guys, look, hopefully, hopefully, at the start, we uh, we uh, we rose to the challenge, and you talked about some things that you haven't talked yes, about in every interview. Did. Thank you. We, did. we got for, we got back to home base, which is great. Um, normally, I like to end this podcast though, and I'll go to each of you. It's called introducing. Who are you listening to at the moment? Who would you like to introduce oh, us man. to? Um, I would start with one that was an inspiration. It's it's not necessarily a new artist because he's been making music for a really long time. But we were just in Brazil, we were Latin America, had a great tour there, and totally got a high from meeting Sue George who is an amazing Brazilian artist yeah wow um, and I was just so I won't say starstruck because I wasn't but I'm like yes this is so I don't know that, that what you said well it wasn't this, it wasn't the freeze like he, I can't he was think. pretty starstruck it was like oh, that's Sue George no but it was more just a high of I, don't, I haven't had that feeling in a while meeting somebody that just thought like yes, yes this is so cool and um, if you haven't checked out Sue George um, you know he's this Brazilian artist that's got this phenomenal kind of bear tone voice and um you know plays plays guitar plays kind of a, a classical guitar but um has played in all kinds of different styles so yeah. check it out okay. hey I, i'm not used to seeing taylor go but that's what he did when he met yeah. Jordan. i was very excited <laughs> all right isaac you're up Who um, you well so so there's a there's a few that are really interesting for me i, I gotta throw out a couple just mm. real quick yeah there's this girl yeah. lily miola uh she has a song called daydream which is really really cool okay uh great and she was a contestant on uh america's got talent and i think she's really got a great voice and a great song 
I selfishly have to give a shout out to my friend Jacob Tovar, who I produced a record for, yeah. uh, and he's like a country artist and uh, one of those people I never thought I'd say to somebody who was country artist, "Hey, I'd like to help you make a record," but made a record for him, and he is he's really really good. Well, Country is quite popular in the U.S. as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And apparently, and, and this and is not new country. More, this is old school yeah. country. Yeah, yeah, this is like this, this is like, not like pop country like, that yeah, might be hip hop. Yeah, that's weird. Why do you have a rap in your country so yeah. why is everything just a you know dubstep i would be nominated for all the grammys <laughs> exactly we've touched on everything uh, there, there's a few others i could shout out of course out. it's a hard question i know zach what about you oh i i always hate this question because uh, when we go you hate these, music yeah no i do <laughs> we go through these periods and well, what restaurant would you like to recommend yeah. <laughs> hungry jacks <laughs> It's delicious. Yeah, um, you know, you know who is great. Uh, we brought out with us um, a friend from Oklahoma. Uh, his name is John Calvin Abney, and he's just a very unknown artist uh, that people should definitely check out. He's super talented. Been uh, touring with us throughout Australia. And yes, yeah. it's a great really, shout. Really fun. Great shout out. Yeah. Congrats on the album. It's fantastic. Thank you should be you. very proud. Thank so lovely to see you again. Thanks for having us, man. And uh, hopefully I can come over your way next time. Absolutely. That's right. experience all that Oklahoma has to offer. Yeah. Yes. Oh. <laughs> cheers. Cheers and beers. Cheers yeah. and beers. Yeah.